What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Young in Love podcast, a podcast where being young in love has absolutely nothing, this zero to do with your age, but instead has all to do with your maturity, your growth, and your experience in love over time. My name is Darius Covington. I am the host of this podcast. Let me just say, the support over on YouTube is growing. I appreciate those of you who are actually watching the podcast on YouTube, um, on Spotify and Apple and all those other streaming services. The ability to be, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? The ability to feel more like a community and read your comments is is impossible. I don't think you can even comment on Spotify or on Apple. I think the most that you can do is like, although I appreciate if you're watching this on any other platform, I a thousand percent do appreciate it. I just like being able to read the comments and see the metrics of engagement a little bit easier over on YouTube. And so with that said, again, if you don't know, this podcast is on multiple um streaming services, wherever you can find a podcast, you can find this podcast. So thank you for watching wherever, wherever, I'm sorry, wherever you are watching. Thank you so much. And if you're not already following us, wherever you're watching this at, be sure to go ahead and click the follow, the subscribe, the like buttons. I I don't know what the other, what the other sites out there, um, what, what they require you to do to, to say that you want to follow somebody's podcast, but go ahead and hit that button and stay connected with me. Thank you all. If you are coming here from TikTok, I appreciate it. Most of the clips do go viral on TikTok 95% of the time. And that's what leads people um, to the podcast here. I appreciate y'all following through and coming over here, wherever you're watching and hanging out with me for these next 25, 30 40, 45 minutes. It is, it, it is truly, um, it's truly amazing. <laughs> it is truly, I am truly grateful for, for all of it. As you can tell by the title today, we are talking about one of the videos that actually went viral. There's a backstory to the video, um, that I'll insert real quick right here. There's a backstory to that video. One day I was walking through the mall um, and really just trying to figure out what I was doing with my content over on TikTok. Um, a lot of you know me in the beginning, I was doing a lot of normalizing menstruation kind of videos, learning about menstruation as a man, um, experiencing or trying my best to experience and go through the challenges that a lot of women faced um, with whether it be period struggles, uh, uh, pink tax, the, the list goes on and on. So I did all of those things and I was trying to figure out what the next strand of my podcast or excuse me, next strand of my content was going to be. That was great. I enjoyed it, but I felt like there was more that I had to offer, um, not to the world, but just more, more creativity, more wisdom that I had to offer. Um, and one day I was walking through the mall and I felt like the Lord spoke to me and told me to start this short series podcast on TikTok. And he gave me the first, you know, the first, uh, snippet that he gave me was, is, is that oftentimes he hears our tears and we don't ever have to utter the words, but just be just through those tears, God's able to translate those tears um, into words. And I wrote my notes because I don't want to just be doing things just, you know, to waste time. So I wrote my notes. I said, oh, I'll do it. If it gets 20,000 views in seven days, I, I will, I will continue to do this podcasting thing. I already had all the equipment that I bought. Um, I think last year, cause I knew I, I knew I was going to do a podcast eventually. I used to walk around um, at work during my break 
I would walk outside, I would lap the building, and I would just be having a conversation with myself, imagining I was on this podcast. A little, a little strange. Um, and uh, here we are. <laughs> um, so seven days, I posted that video. Um, and in a couple of hours, it had 20,000 views. And in seven days, it had, I think it was 1.7 million views that it had at that time. I think now it's at 2 million something. Um, and then videos since then have, have also run their way up the ranks. And so that moment there, and so that moment there was obviously the video goes for just a few seconds. And then after I finish saying what I'm saying, the video cuts off. But right after that video cut off, you see me glance out the window and then the video cuts off. But I glance out the window and just started to think about the prayers that I had that were once tears that God had eventually heard, or I think that God was hearing the, the entire time. And I think that in the right season, in the right timing, God was able to process or to manifest the blessings that were supposed to be attached to those miracles. Um, but for a long, I remember for a long time, there were a lot of prayers that I had that I didn't verbalize because some I just didn't know how to verbalize. Others, I didn't feel were important enough to verbalize. Uh, but even those tears even those those prayers, even those small, those things that seem small to me, God heard those things and translated them on my behalf. And I, I think there's and I think that there is something to say about a God who cares enough about our tears to even listen to to just those, um, you know, because I, 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 I like to often say that if I was God, we would we would we would, we'd be terrible. I mean, I would I the fact that like he made it. He, he, he gave us two eyes, two legs, two arms, two ears, a mouth, a nose, and they function. Like I even think about just as simple as eyebrows. Like they say eyebrows are there because they block the sweat from coming into your eye. Man, y'all not getting no eyebrows. The way y'all be acting out here, you're not getting, you ever seen, you ever been on Twitter? The way y'all be acting on Twitter, y'all not getting no daggone eyebrows. <laughs> not giving them to you. Your legs, you're not getting those. I'm gonna put a leg on the side of your hip. One leg on the side of your hip. The other leg where it's supposed to be. Now figure out how you're going to walk. You know, I will, everybody would be discombobulated. But the fact that God is gracious enough to us to have given us our bodies to function in a way that makes sense. And then on top of that, and then on top of that, to incline to our prayers, on top of that, to hear um, the, the things that we pray. And then on top of that, that even the, in the, even in the times where we don't have enough energy, we don't have enough words, we don't have enough uh, uh, faith to verbalize what our prayers are that he and all we have are tears to give all we have is moaning and groaning to give that even in that that god, that god hears the moaning and the groaning that god sees the tears and he's able to translate them into prayers on our behalf that's crazy to me that's insane to me if you want to know what love is for me that's love that's love caring caring enough caring enough for me is love and the fact that God cares enough about our lives to see us when he cannot hear us. That for me does it. That does it. It does it for me. <laughs> it does more than enough for me. But before before we jump into this podcast episode, I we usually would play a game. But I want to ask y'all a question, a very honest question. How y'all doing today? How y'all doing this week? This will be posted on a Monday, so it's at the top of a new week. But how in these past seven days, how have you been in these past seven days alone? Tomorrow is June 5th. How are you doing? 
How 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 are you doing emotionally? How are you doing physically? How are you doing spiritually? How are you doing mentally? Um, if you're on a, a platform where you're able to comment down below, comment down below and let me know how how you been. Yeah, because I think I think sometimes in life, um, how are you is such a a passing greeting, um, that people ask us how we're doing and we naturally just respond and say good. Even when the truth that that is not that <laughs> even when the truth um, is something else, I don't think that we take enough time. I think that it's become such a repetitive and such a greeting question um, that we don't answer it truthfully. And I think that we also haven't taken the time to understand the importance of us sitting down and asking ourselves, looking at ourselves in the mirror and asking ourselves, how are you doing? How are you doing? How are you feeling? How's it working for you? I think that those are important questions that we need to ask ourselves. Um, and I'm curious. I'm concerned. And I, I'm curious. I want you to answer it to yourself. But also let us know down in the comment section how how you doing. Let's let that be our weekly check-in. But however you are feeling, whether we, whether it be good, whether it be not that good. Um, know that whatever you're going through, that you are not going through it alone. Not only are you not going through it alone, meaning you are not the only person who is going like history repeats itself. There is no situation that you can go through. The Bible, the Bible talks about, and I'm a paraphrase. The Bible talks about how there's no situation that we go through. That's uncommon. There's no situation. There's no experience that you're going through that somebody else has not faced and so you're not alone in that way. I'm pretty sure there's a friend you can call up. There's a, a family member you can dial up. There's somebody online that you can meet who has gone through this situation. And when I say gone through, the, I mean, like they're out of the situation and they're able to give you advice and give you input. There's the answer sometimes is just a Google, you know, Google away um, to find out what the solution is. But whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing this week, whatever you'll whatever you will be facing in these coming weeks to know that you are not going through this thing alone. That of all these 7 billion people in this world, that there is somebody else who has faced this exact same situation that you're going through and they've been able to find the light at the end of the tunnel. And so how important it is, it how important it is for you to know that though you might feel alone, though you might feel confused of why you have to go through this, why you have to face this issue, why you have to face this problem. Just know that you are not alone in going through this. There is somebody walking along trying to figure out the end to this just like you are. And there are people who have already gone through this situation who have found the end. So be encouraged that there is a light at the end of this tunnel. There is a solution at the end of this problem. In the situation that you're going through, no matter how long you've been going through it, there will come a day where this situation will be behind you, where this test becomes a testimony, where this mess becomes a miracle. And when these tears also transform into miracles. So you're not alone until so you're not alone in that aspect. But you're not also you're also not alone in the aspect that God is walking with you. I love the scripture that talks about how God goes before us. Um and I, I, that, that, that is a scripture that I rehearse. Every situation that I go through, I remind myself that the Lord has already gone before me, that, there, that there's no battle that I have to fight, that God has not already surveyed the land, that God has not already went and calculated what the enemy's plan is ahead of me. 
that every situation that I go through, I'm not alone because God has gone before me. And even while I'm on my way to that situation, on my way to that problem, God is walking there with me. And when I find myself dead smack in the middle of that situation, trying to figure out how I'm going to make it out of this thing, God is right there alongside with me, walking me through and walking me to the end of the situation. But it's up to us to remember that God is with us the entire way through. I think that's oftentimes we can allow our situations to discourage us and to make us think that we're walking through this, 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 these situations and these seasons alone. Because oftentimes it can feel, if we're telling the truth, oftentimes it can feel that we are walking through these situations alone. Oftentimes it feels the song, nobody told me the world. There's a song that says, nobody told me that that it would be this easy, but I don't believe that you brought me this far. To the-. Oftentimes, it, it, sometimes it does feel that God has brought us this, sometimes it does feel that God has brought us this far and just dropped us off. That's what these negative situations force us to think. They force us to believe that we're alone, that nobody else in the world has ever gone through this. Nobody else in the world has ever uh, made it out of this. And that also that God is not with us while we're walking through this situation. But I believe that if God is allowing us, if God is letting us go through it, then it's because he can trust us to go through it. Uh, Quick story. I recently, I don't know if I told this story already, but I was recently on my way home from Jersey. I live in Virginia. I was on my way home from Jersey. That was a six and a half hour drive. Um, On the way home my girlfriend had called me we were on the phone and i had stopped at a gas station thing so i was trying to get some food real quick and when i stopped there i got back in the car to go home and the car would not start <laughs> the battery had to, i'd never had issues with my car battery before uh we're in 2023 i got the car brand new in 2021 so it is a 2021 um, so I was lost. I was a little bit confused. And if I'm honest, I, I, I was about to cry because I live in the middle of nowhere. In order to get into the, in order to get to the middle of nowhere, you have to go through the middle of nowhere. Um, but randomly, I turned around and I mean, I was at this gas station for maybe like 25 minutes and I turned around and there was a Walmart. I'd never seen this Walmart the entire time I was there. Obviously, it was there, but I just never seen it. And being the fact that I go through a lot of the roads that I go through, like I don't drive on interstates to get home most of the time because the interstate is like an hour away from this town. Um, so there's not, you know, there, there's no main highways with main, you know, with these big stores or whatever. Um, so there was a Walmart there and I was like, whatever. So I, before I went to Walmart, I was, you know, asking people, I was like, do you have jumper cables? Cause my car, the battery's died. I need some help. And nobody had jumper cables. Um, if you're a man, put some jumper cables in your car. Just, you'll never know when you're at a gas station and a woman, you know, something happens to their car. You wouldn't be able to help her. Um, so anyway, I went to walk to the Walmart and on my way to the Walmart, I just felt like something was about to, I, I have these urges very often that something's about to happen. I never know if it's good or bad. It doesn't happen every time, but it happens pretty often. And I had this urge that something was going to happen. And I walked into the Walmart. And the auto center was in the back of the store. You can make a beeline straight to the back of the store to get to the auto center from the door that I walked into. Instead of doing that, I decided to walk around and then to the back. And as I'm walking around into the back, I passed these two young people who were my age or younger, between 20 and 25, who were arguing. Or they just ha- they were just having a discussion that seemed a little bit heated. But the guy was a worker. The girl was just, you know, some girl. And so I didn't think anything of it. And I walk past the aisle and I get maybe two aisles down and I hear like the scuffling sound of like somebody hitting another person. Based on the way that he was talking when I walked past the aisle, I obviously had to assume that it was him hitting her. 
So I turn around real quick because, you know, there's a lot of things that I might play with. I don't be playing with. Don't put your don't put your man hands on a woman. Turn around real quick to go to the aisle and they were gone. Right. But on the next, literally the next aisle over, there was a Walmart associate there. And I went to her and I said, you don't hear these people on the other side of the aisle fighting? She was like, no. Now, ma'am, I've been a lot of things in my life. I ain't never been dumb. You hear these people. If I hear them, my ears are the size of nothing. They're tiny. If I hear these people, you hear these people, woman. Um, so I'm like, well, they're fighting. We got to go find them. So we go to the other aisle. We're like looking down all these aisles and we can't find these people. So she's like, hold on, I'll get the store manager who's like right around, right around the corner. This is why I shop at Target. So we get, we go to the, we get the lady and I'm like, I think I, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I heard a guy and I'm pretty sure I heard this guy hitting this girl, but we don't know where they went. Um, and so she's like, hold on. So she takes off. She like, you know, walking fast in front of us trying to find them. And she turns the aisle and like you can hear them scuffling at the like as we're getting closer, you can hear them scuffling. She turns the aisle. She's like, "Hey, stop that!" And then they both run opposite directions. I'm trying to figure out where the gut where the guy's going. I think they were trying to figure out where the girl was going. Somehow we lost both of them, but they knew who the guy was because he worked there. So whatever. Um, I go buy my jumper cables. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. I go and I buy my jumper cables. Um, and I'm walking out, and they're like, "Thank you so much for your help." I'm like, yeah. I go. Back to the gas station, or obviously by the jumper cables, go back to the gas station. On my way walking to the gas station, what I realized is that even with that thing that seemed so small, that God can trust me with that. So my car breaking down, here's the thing. My car breaking down was never about me. (laughs) It was, it was, it was never, it was never about me. It was never about me having to learn a lesson. That was not about me. It was about God being able to use me in this. It was about God being able to use me as an example in this situation. It was about God being able to, it was about God trusting me enough to use me in this situation where you have this woman. Now, whether or not she actually heard what was going on or not, it's debatable. Um, but I'm going to stand on the side of the debate that says that she heard what was going on. Because <laughs> I don't even know what she was doing in her aisle, but she was just standing there. Um, but obviously, that would have happened, and you know, I don't, I don't think that he would have did anything crazy to her. But who would have, who would have intervened had I not been there? Because when I was there, nobody else was trying to intervene. You know what I mean? Um, and so I say all that to say, went back to my car, literally just put the the jumper cables on the battery and a guy walked up to me and he was like hey you need to jump and i was like yeah please i was like i'll buy you some food if you if you do it he was like nah you're good this just happened to me last week pulled it his wife pulled the car up he put the jumper cables on his car fixed them up because they were in the wrong spot on my car started my car up and i went home i didn't have to beg anybody after that i didn't have to beg anybody from that point that i came back to help me get a jump this guy just walked up to me this guy just walked up to me, saw me, saw that I was in need and helped me out. I say all that to say a lot of the situations that we go through have nothing to do with us. A lot of the trauma that we experience have nothing to do with us. A lot of the things that we go through that might cause us to carry baggage 
have absolutely nothing to do with us. Most times or sometimes it's because God can trust us to go through those things and to help somebody else out who might not be able to go through it and come out in the same way that we did. But if God knows that he can trust you, but if God knows that he can trust you, then God will use you for situations that might sometimes be great situations. And, you know, people might look at you and be like, yeah, I want to be like you. Uh, but I also believe that there are some situations that God, if he can trust you, he might allow, he might allow you to go through some dark seasons so that when you come out, to, so that when you come out of that season, he can trust that you'll give your testimony. He can trust that you'll help somebody. He can trust that you'll reach back to people who are going through that same situation and help bring them out into a better place um, that you've been able to, to, to get to. Even in the situation that we go through, where all where all we have to give are tears and we might not have any words to give, I believe that God honors the strength of our words. I believe that God honors the strength of our words because oftentimes praying to God, most times praying to God, praying to God alone is just a faith thing, but I think that oftentimes praying to God to help you out of a situation is a faith move. And I believe that God honors our faith move when they're rooted from a good place. I do. I, I, I believe, I believe that God honors our commitment to be faithful to him. I believe that, honor, that God honors our commitment to still trust in him, even when in most times this might be a hard area to trust you in. I believe that God looks at our, I believe that God looks at our situation and he knows our heart and he knows what we're going through and he knows you're going through the season. It might be a little bit hard and it might be a little hard to trust me. But when we muster up the words to say to God, hey, I need you, I even even in this situation, I still believe that you're able even in this situation. I still believe that you're faithful. I believe that God hears those prayers and that he honors it. I don't believe that that means he'll come right away and get us out because he honored our commitment. I believe that there is a time and a season for everything. And there are certain situations that we have to go through and certain things that we have to experience for God to bring us out on the other side. But I believe that God does honor. I believe that God does honor us when we are able to put those words to gather up the strength, to muster up the strength and the faith to actually pray to him when we're going through these hard situations. Um, but I also believe that when we don't have the ability to do those that God lends us these things called grace and mercy. And even in our tears, he hears the prayers that our mouths could never utter. I believe that there are tears that we, I believe that there are tears that we shed because we don't have the words to pray. But I also believe that there are tears that we shed because we started a prayer and somewhere along the line of realizing that this is too much and that I probably don't have enough faith for this. Or I've tried to have enough faith for this for so long and it's been so hard to keep on to that faith. And somewhere along that prayer, we can't utter any words. Our tears begin to utter words that our mouths cannot. I believe that God hears those two and he honors them. I believe that God sees those tears and he picks up this pen in heaven and he picks up this book in heaven and he writes out, he transcribes what those tears are saying that our mouths could never. I believe that God honors the mo I believe that God honors those moments of vulnerability. I believe that God honors those moments of vulnerability that we submit to him. And so praying oftentimes looks different. Sometimes I can pray to God and I have a lot of words to give. Other times I pray to God and I don't have no words. No matter how hard I try, I can't come up with any words because all I have 
are just a bunch of tears to give. That's why, and I, I rehearse this in my mind all the time, that if you're ever, ever to ask me a characteristic of God that I love the most, it's that he's a God who hears. It, it, he hears when, when I when I have the loudest prayer, when I have the loudest praise, God hears that when I have the lowest praise in the room. God hears that too. When I have the loudest prayer, when I have the loudest sacrifice, the biggest sacrifice, I believe that yes, God hears that. But I believe that when I have no words to attach to a prayer, to a moment of prayer, I believe that God hears the tears, that God hears the hum. He hears the moaning and the groaning. He hears the anger and the frustration that I have to give in moments where my words cannot verbalize what I'm feeling on the inside. That's why I love that we have the ability to call God our father, because I think a good father is able to look at their child. A good parent is able to look at their child and understand what's going on. My sister, man, y'all people with children, I don't know what kind of books y'all be reading. I, I don't know what y'all be doing. I don't know how y'all, especially mothers, hear me out. I don't know how y'all understand the difference between cries. I don't know how one cry means that your kid is hungry. The other cry means that they're hot. The other cry means that they just pooped. I don't know how y'all able to transcribe those different cries, but I think a good parent and a parent that pays attention to their child is able to come up with those, is, is, is able to do that. But I think in the same way that oftentimes I don't have the words to express. I don't even have the tears to express anymore. Sometimes I just have anger and frustration to give to God. Sometimes, sometimes I have the emotion of disappointment to give to God. Sometimes by, my, sometimes by my actions, I'm not going to go to church as often as I do. I'm not going to read my Bible as often as I do. I believe that God is able to transcribe those. I believe that God is able to transcribe and to translate those emotions, to transcribe and to translate those physical changes and understand the true prayer behind those things. But I think that there's a greater weight to that when you understand that God is able to hear you even in those moments. Well, this is the last thing I'm going to say. I think about the story of Abraham in the Bible going up to sacrifice his, going up to sacrifice his son um, and how we, we know because we read the book. We know because we have access to the book. We know that Abraham got to the top of that mountain. There was a ram in a bush and he didn't have to sacrifice his son um, or kill his son and sacrifice him to God. Um, but I oftentimes imagine myself in Abraham's shoes walking up that mountain of sacrifice, walking up that mountain um, of sacrifice and the, the emotional turmoil that I would feel knowing that I have to sacrifice one of the things that God blessed me with, knowing that I have to sacrifice one of the one things that I prayed for and don't want to give up. Knowing or walking up this mountain and knowing that I'm walking into a situation that I don't want to be in. I'm walking into a situation that seems too hard for me to deal with. I'm walking into a situation that I never imagined that I would be in. But here I am walking up this mountain. Here I am walking through this situation. I believe that Abraham was walking and the Bible doesn't tell us this, but I believe that Abraham was walking and I believe that there were some tears that were forming in his eyes. I believe that Abraham was walking and he, he, he was mentally confused. Where is God in all of this? I believe that Abraham was walking and walking into moments of depression, feeling that I have to give up what I want, feeling that I have to give up the thing that I love so much. And I believe that some of us are in the same position as Abraham. We might not be sacrificing no kids and no mountain, but I do believe that we're walking into situations that we never thought that we would have to experience. Walking into situations that we don't know what the answer, what the outcome of this situation is going to be. I don't have no idea how I'm going to figure this thing out. 
But I think the more that we walk to the place that God has called us to be, the more he'll make it clear. The more he will make it clear, the more he'll translate every single step that we take. I believe that God will translate every tear that drops along the way, that God will translate every moment of depression, that God will translate every moment of sadness as we walk along the way. The important thing for Abraham, the the most important thing that Abraham did, that man kept walking. And he got to the top of that mountain and there was a ram in a bush and he was able to, to use that as a sacrifice. But had Abraham never walked, had Abraham never kept the faith and never kept on walking up that mountain, he would have never saw the goodness of God. He would have never had he would never have had been able to see the goodness of God in such a dark moment. And so I say to you that whatever situation you're going through, God hears the tea. Keep on crying. Keep on going through the mental emotions. Keep, keep on doing whatever it is that you're go- that you're doing. Keep on doing whatever it is that you're doing and know that God hears you in all of those things. And every step that you take, you're getting closer to a testimony of the goodness of God in your life. And so know that God hears every tear God hears every prayer. God hears every ounce of frustration, every ounce of confusion. God sees it. God hears it. And God will provide an answer in the right time. Everything works out the way and in the time that it's supposed to work out. Peace out, guys.